When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. You're listening to a Countout Podcast. and welcome to Hit the Books, the only weekly realistic fantasy booking podcast in the universe. I am Ryan Knightsey, and with me, as always, is a man that is premiering this fall on Fox, Mikey Manfredi. Man, I can't wait for my Fox premiere. Watch yeah, it. You, you have your watch own sitcom. My, watch my new sitcom, uh, Mikey and the Boys, starring Mikey and the Boys. Uh, obviously, Mikey, for programming notes, uh, how is boys spelled? B-O-I-S, obviously. <laughs> Whoa, B-O-I-S. Did you, wasn't expecting an I there, nor, nor an, lack of Z. Mikey and the boys. <laughs> Mikey and the boys. Can, can you, uh, obviously, as we're, you know, sort of hyping out, like, you know, hyping up your premiere on Fox, can you go into detail about, like, what the basic plot is of your show that's premiering this fall on Fox? Oh, you know, it's just like your classic sitcom. Mikey and the boys get into a bunch of shenanigans, and they got to get themselves out of them, you know. Stuff like, oh, Mikey and the boys went to the club, and then the somebody was wearing the same outfit as Mikey, so the boys had to rough him up. I, when you say he up, they, you're saying the boys had to rough you up for wearing the same clothes as the other person. Yeah, I didn't do my research. <laughs> <laughs> they know They know before I go to the club, I got to look scope out and make sure I'm not wearing the same outfit as anybody. Mm-hmm. Which, which of course means because your boys are not the smartest. When you mean scope out, they had like snipers trained on the roofs across from the club, and they would scope literally out like people on the entrance for the nightclub, right? Yes, exactly. This or, sounds like an always sunny bit. Or when Mikey invites the boys to a party, and then just makes them watch wrestling for six hours <laughs> because none of his Da-da. boys are none Da-da. of his boys are wrestling fans. <laughs> Oh, oh, the boys, and they didn't even they and they didn't even bring. It's their fault though, right? They didn't bring uh, any themed wrestling food. Yeah, they didn't bring any uh, Shinsuke Nacho Morris. Yeah, or um, Adam Coleslaw. I love Adam Coleslaw and baby ba- and baby back ribs. I love that so much. <laughs> or um, let me just freestyle one here right now: Stone Cold Beer. Yep, nailed it. Nailed it. St- Broken Skull IPA, baby. Damn it, that's really really exists. Yeah, the Stone Cold Beer is a thing, guys. I'm I've never had that yet, but I, I mean, feel me like neither, I should because it's, at some point it's probably I mean, you probably can't just buy it anywhere, right? 
go go down to the, your local Seven Eleven and order yeah, one they, Stone Cold Broken Skull IPA. Yeah, there's no way you could just buy that anywhere. I mean, I'm not even a huge fan of IPAs, but I feel like yeah, I IPAs are right. gross, but still. Hey, like you you could you could buy a 16 ounce can for five bucks and order it to your house from craft sh- from craft from craftbeerkings.com probably. Interesting. Or you can get a 22 ounce bottle for 10.99. Uh-huh. Oh, never mind, it's sold out. <laughs> never mind, you they you can't buy anything anymore. You can get a can of it for 5.99, delivered to your home plus shipping, I assume. Which reminds me, when is Kurt Angle going to come out with his own line of milk? Or Booker with his own line of iced tea. I think, yeah, that works, I guess. He just, I mean, calls, it Book- he just calls it Booker tea. <laughs> Booker iced tea. Exactly. Or Sting come out with his own line of scorpions. <laughs> <laughs> or bees. <laughs> yeah, I lo- my favorite wrestling move of all time was the bee deathlock. <laughs> The B death drop. Uh, perfect, Mikey. Well, uh, we're not just here talking about uh, uh, silly wrestling food puns and per- bees. Um, we're here to fancy book, some realistic fancy booking for SmackDown Live. And not just any old episode of SmackDown Live, Mikey. This will be our episode of what we put on for Fox, our opening episode for Fox. Whoa. All right. That's our debut Fox episode. 20th anniversary of SmackDown. So I'm excited to see what we do. Obviously, we've been kind of building to this, I guess, in like two weeks. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, of course, we have the, the shake-up draft coming up. Um, and, of course, you're hearing this on a Friday uh, because, you know, SmackDown moved to a Friday and Hit the Books is moving to Fridays. So I guess just a programming thing. Obviously, you already know that because you're downloading it and listening to it on a different day. Oh, yeah. Um, But, of course, I guess in terms of programming, you can listen to our new confirmed official show, System Check, on Tuesdays, which is taking up that spot. So, you know, if you you want to listen to some more AE or watch AEW, you can get all that preview, all those stats and everything on Tuesdays. Dynamite is right around the corner, guys. Or is it already out? Yeah, it's already out. Man, let's talk about... By the time this episode airs, Mikey... Sorry. Uh, it's, Dynamite is at already out. At time of recording. At time of recording, Dynamite's so let's talk. So let's talk about Dynamite, Mikey. Forget all of this. Let's, preview, let's review Dynamite. Let's talk about those matches that ha- totally happened and totally existed. What was your favorite match of the night? Oh, man. My favorite match of the first episode of AEW Dynamite was definitely when Sasha Banks made her debut. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what an old rumor that was <laughs> so happy that that came true i love when um during the Pac hangman page match um uh you know hangman page up on the top rope going for like a, a shooting star press and right before he does it uh his horse hunter horse helmsley comes out and pushes him off the top rope turning heel in the process Oh my God! No one saw it coming. I I certainly did it, and I and it was you know a big pop in the Capital One Arena. I liked the part where uh, when John Moxley appeared live, he just came to the ring and threw himself through a table for no reason, and then 
just wrapped his arm in barbed wire and left. Specifically his elbow. Specifically his just his elbow wrapped in barbed wire and then I, left. I love I love that uh, all that happened via sa- satellite. So, like, he appeared live, but it was just via satellite. Yeah. From his hospital bed, he did all this. <laughs> From his hospital bed, appearing live via satellite in the hospital. Um, I via, love... Via Skype. Via Skype. Via... Ven- I was going to say Venmo, but that's not... Via Venmo. <laughs> it's just it's just emojis. Um, I loved when... Um, when Alex Alexander Ovechkin came out, big pop, big pop for the hometown crowd. Big pop for Ovi, um, and, then, and then just just took his hockey stick and slapped it across um, Joey Janela's back. Yeah, who wasn't even like he wasn't even a match. It was just he, he was wasn't hanging even out scheduled backstage. for the pay per view. Joey Janela was just there, and he got into a fight with another person. Yes, I, it, I maybe they're setting up for a match down the line. And then Blake One Eighty Two came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And yelled at Joey again. Mm-hmm. They talked about aliens. Jo- Joey Janela is like, "Where do you guys keep coming from?" <laughs> I love it. I love it. It was a great show. Great episode of Dynamite. And remember, they like uh, they had just that big uh, foam dynamite thing that actually exploded. Great moment. And and killed ninety percent of the crowd. Yeah. Well, you know it happens. Man, that was a, that was a really big misstep on their part. They really should have thought that out. Mm-hmm. It was a Rick Rude awakening. It's Rick Rude, Rude Awakening. Anyways, uh, Mikey, we got to hit the books episode. The book here, SmackDown 20th anniversary on Fox. We got big, obviously a bunch of matches already announced. But, of course, we have a bunch of announced legends as well. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm sure I'm sure a lot of them are just going to be going after the 24-7 championship. Didn't think about that, but that is honestly true. <laughs> Literally, when we were pre- – like, I didn't think up- about that until you were doing the intro, and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> we could do a bunch of twenty four seven shenanigans. <laughs> do not think about that. That would work perfectly. Um, yeah. Uh, did even that threw me off my rhythm because it's like, oh man, that's actually a good idea. <laughs> uh, we just do that again. Um, Jerry the King Lawler. Here you go, twenty four seven title. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, there's already a bunch. Speaking of, I guess legends. There's already a bunch Flair, of announced here legends. Here you go. It's yours. Uh, about a bunch of announced legends like Stone Cold, Kurt Angle, Lita, Mick Foley, Booker T, Hulk Hogan, Trish Stratus, Goldberg, Jerry the King Lawler, Mark Henry, Ric Flair, Sting, and The Undertaker. Of course, all of this happening at the time of recording, which is a week before the actual event. So maybe they're going to announce one more person. Who, one or two more people, we don't know. Uh, but we do have a randomizer, Mikey, here with a bunch of, you know, small little small list of names. Uh, you're going to roll it. I'm going to roll the randomizer. And we're just going to add those two extra people into the show. Sound fair? Sounds fair. Just because, of course, you know, we're, we're reckoning that there's going to be some surprises. So I guess before we move on, we got to know the full scope of who we have available to us. Before we know, before we, uh, know which surprises we have, we have to spoil the surprises. Naturally. <laughs> that's like, that's like the, 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 the gimmick of the show is like, you know, we have a bunch of surprises, but also we spoil all of them. It's hard. It's hard to keep surprises when you're doing the show when you're talking about what you want to book. Yep. All right, I have mine. Okay, Mikey, what is yours? Because mine is known for being slow. I have APA. APA. So you got JBL and Ron Simmons. Mm-hmm. Damn. You know what? I can already see. With that, 
APA, AOP, both three letters, both start with A. <laughs> both 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 big boys who wear black. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> three letters. <laughs> what a reason. What a reason for the season. They both wear black. They're both big. They're both just two big dudes. <laughs> oh my god. That's hilarious. Well, I got the rock. Uh incredible. Um so probably promoting you, probably promoting his new movie. Probably promoting Jumanji or Jungle Cruise or Rampage 2 or Shazam or I don't know. Oh yeah, I forgot. He's going to be Black Adam, right? Yeah. Probably. Uh, maybe Fighting of My Family 2. Fighting, fight, fighting, fight, fighter, fighting, fighting. It's just fighting. My family too is just fighting my family. Oh yeah, I guess that works. <laughs> fighting my family three. The family fight. It's just, <laughs> it's just fighting my family, and then fighting my fam, and then. Uh, the third one is fighting beside my family, and it's just about the Wyatts. Oh, and then it ends with the big match of Rowan versus Dwayne The Rock Johnson at WrestleMania. <laughs> yep. You know, that big match that everyone, that, that is unforgettable, I'm sure. Oh, of course. So we have all those where, people where, plus Where the Rock APA took 45 minutes lighting his name on fire. The Rock. Oh, yeah. I didn't watch that WrestleMania because it was probably bad. It I was. wasn't actually into wrestling until that at that point yet. Okay, so we got a ginormous list, Mikey. Um, yeah, we do. Do you want to just? We guys got to sprinkle some names in here. I'm yep. also I'm also going to do an early thing, Mikey. Now, didn't even think about it, but now that you've mentioned the twenty four seven title, I'm just going to do an early twenty four seven title shake 'em up, right? Yeah, let's do it. So I'm we know that. who has, I guess, the title at the end, start of the night. Potentially Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. Who ends the night with the title? Mm-hmm. I mean, the big answer, big big pop for me would be Heath Slater, right? Yeah. He wins it from, I don't know. Like Ric Flair or something. I was going to say Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> Barry Goldberg. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see what we got. Or like Lawler. So who would be someone that just gives it to him? No, but uh, what do you mean? Like, just like hands it over? Nobody, probably. It's a twenty four seven championship. That thing's pre- prestigious. So I have my answer. Uh, according to this, the person that ends it with the end of the night is Zelina Vega. Incredible. So we gotta start mapping that in our heads. I feel like I feel like that. It's like it's like the eight degrees of. Mm-hmm. Oh my. Like how do we get from Samoa Joe to Zelina Vega? To Zelina Vega. I would say I'm gonna we're gonna write this down, right? I'm gonna take. I would like to have multiple 24/7 spots in this. Of course. Episode. My vote would be Zelina Vega wins it from Lita. You know, I was gonna say the same thing. Who Lita wins it off of Trish Stratus. Lita wins it off of Trish Stratus. I like yes. that. That's their a, last that, that's match a pop. ever. Over that's the a pop, I'm sure. Yeah, but who does Trish Stratus win it off of? APA definitely have to have the title at some point. You think, think they have to have I, the title? The 24 seven title. Wouldn't they just fight each other for it? <laughs> yes, that's what I'm about to say. I think Ron Simmons has it, and then 
uh, JBL wins it off of Ron Simmons, but then Ron comes Sim- back as as John Bradshaw Layfield. No, wait. He, he, John, uh, JBL wins it off of Ron Simmons. Ron Simmons gets up, looks at him, and goes, "Damn." Yeah, 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 there yeah, it is. yeah. That's perfect. That's a perfect there segment because it it's he, that happens. Ron Simpson wins it. JB, JBL hits the roll up. JBL wins it. JBL takes off his APA jacket or whatever, and, and he's, he's just John Bradshaw. He's got a, a, a button down shirt and tie. Puts and on he, the ten gallon hat. He's he, he's JBL John Bradshaw Layfield. He's he, the money he, man. He tries to ride off. He tries to ride off in a limo. Yes, he then gets tries to get into his limo, and Ron Simmons is just like, "Damn, perfect." That's a, that that segment writes itself. How the hell does? Okay, so we got Samoa Joe to some people to Ron Simmons, JBL to some other people to Trish Stratish to Lita. I want to know how we get from Samoa Joe to Ron Simmons. That's gonna That's... be tough. <laughs> Whoever, yeah, whatever forget, legend you... beats Samoa Joe is gonna be hard because no matter what happens, Samoa Joe looks awful. <laughs> Don't forget, we but can that's use, not our problem. We can use other Rob's superstars, problem. obviously. Yeah. But who? Who do we get? Maybe I'm just mad if it if it wasn't some if it was like if it was still Bobby Roode, this could be way easier. But since it's Samoa Joe, it's like, huh. I'm gonna just put in our our timeline, the APA 24/7 segment. Okay, that works, right? Yeah, that's, know that's gonna happen. Um. Hmm. Where do we? Okay, maybe let's keep, let's put that on the back burner. Let's put that on this. Oh, maybe McFoley wins it at some point, and Booker T wins it. Okay. And Booker T wins it. Okay. Are we just giving it to everyone at this point? Like, what the heck? Maybe. <laughs> Stone Cold I... wins it. Then The Rock wins it. Then Booker T wins it. Then APA win it. And the Rock Blair defeats, wins it. The Rock defeats Stone Cold. Hulk Hogan defeats Stone Cold. John Cena defends Hulk Hogan. Uh, uh, Goldberg defeats John Cena. <laughs> the Undertaker. Okay, here's an the idea. Twenty four seven champion Undertaker. Here's an idea how to get it off of Samoa Joe. Yeah. What if we're at we have a big SmackDown Live twentieth anniversary party is backstage. Everybody's there. All the legends are there. Superstars are there. Samoa Joe's there. And Ric Flair comes up to Samoa Joe. Or Rick, everyone's having a toast. Let's say in the middle, Ric Flair's like running this toast to SmackDown Live. Everybody's got their champagne glasses. He he says, "I can't." Blah blah blah. SmackDown Live has been great for everyone. This is a wonderful show. What like what? He just goes off on a little tangent, and then he goes, "Whether it's the superstars of yesterday, the superstars of, or, or the superstars of today, uh, congratulations to everybody." They take a sip of his champagne, spits it in Samoa Joe's eyes, and rolls him up. I that's perfect. He's like doing a toast with everybody, and then he, he's like next to Samoa Joe, and he like drinks it, then he just goes, spits it in his eyes, rolls it up, and he wins. I love it. <laughs> uh, congrats, everyone. Spits champagne. I, I think Samoa Joe would easily do that for Ric Flair. Yeah. You know, former members of Fortune? Main Event Mafia? I don't know. That's a big, that's impact history. <laughs> I like the idea of Ric Flair winning the twenty four seven title. Of course, Something about that is just like Ric Flair shouldn't win this. <laughs> Ric Flair shouldn't win this, but he's gonna. Yeah, it's our it's our it's our world. I guess we could do whatever we want. 
If you, uh, don't, if you don't think Ric Flair is going to hold the 24-7 championship at some point in real life. I don't, I, I don't think Ric Flair is going to roll him up. I feel like Samoa Joe just sells it. Maybe, oh, no, no, no. There we go. Perfect. Uh, spits into Samoa Joe's eyes. Samoa Joe turns around. Ric Flair low blows him. Samoa Joe falls. Ric Flair. There, there it is. Boom. That way it's, it's more of a sell. And then later when somebody rinses it off of Ric Flair, you can just knock himself out. Yeah, you can just be passed out. He's like, woo! woo and then he just does the fall, and then somebody just pins him. Uh, is any other title changes happening? Or we just... I feel like it shouldn't, right? Ric Flair should just be the end of it? Uh, at this... Yeah, for this segment, yes. And then later, we can have him lose it. Ric Flair wins the 24-7 title off of Samoa Joe. Oh, my God. Okay, well, then... Um... Knowing that, so we got Samoa Joe, Ric Flair. So maybe, right now we have it set up to maybe be APA next. Okay. Right? Perfect. And then we got the APA stuff after that. Because we got a match. Then we have, I have here APA 24-7 title segment. Yeah, maybe they're like congratulating him and then Rod Simmons just rolls him up or something. I don't know. Yeah. You know, just classic stuff. Ron Simmons puts it off for Ric Flair. Okay, so we already have, so so Ric Flair has already been used. Um, APA will be used. Um, who else was in that party? No one else really. Uh, Mick was Mick Foley and Booker T in that party. I'm well, assuming I'm assuming all the legends were there. You know, like you get a little glimpse of everyone. Okay, good point. Kurt Angle was there. Yeah. Kurt Angles has um, milk in his champagne glass instead of champagne. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's so funny. Oh, my God, Mikey. That is perfect. (laughs) I just like the panning around and we focus on the... (laughs) He's focused on Kurt Angle. He's drinking a glass of milk. <laughs> then a champagne flute. <laughs> okay. Anyways, let's start the show. We wrote off Stone Cold Open SmackDown Live, and that's as far as we got. Yeah. Knowing that The Rock is here, are we still sticking with Stone Cold? No. I feel like, right, because Rock was the surprise, so Stone Cold... Yeah, Stone Cold opening the show, and then The Rock could come. I'm just, I, I'm sure we're going to get a Stone Cold Rock stare down or something. Or, or we pitched it before, we could save The Rock for later in that six-man tag. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You know, makes that one makes thematic sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so we'll save The Rock for there. But we got Stone Cold comes out. Mm-hmm. You know, Talk, I'm not even going to write his promo because I don't know what the hell Stone Cold's going to say. Yeah, Stone Cold is a wild card. Yeah. Um, who are we going to use here? Uh, Goldberg, Hulk Hogan, uh, Angle. I don't know who come. Would somebody come out and interrupt Stone Cold? What would he be saying that makes him interrupt him? I mean, doesn't no one has to interrupt him? He just has. He can just invite legends out. Hmm. Okay. Honestly, like, this opener, I could probably, like, honestly, I hate to say it, but probably Hulk Hogan. Oh, well, yeah. 
uh, invites some invites legends. some some friends down, and it's like Hulk Hogan, Mick Foley is probably a good one. Yeah, Mick Foley, Hulk Hogan. Oh no! Here we go! Here we go! Mick Foley, I got it. Mick Foley, Hulk Hogan. I'm trying to think of know. people he's had history with. Kurt Angle. Let's just put in Ric Flair. That's not someone he has history with, but he can come out. What is 24 seven championship? Or Ric Flair can be fashionably oh, no, late yet. and show up at the uh, and doing the thing later. I like that. Yeah, I Ric mean, Flair enters the party and gets Ric Flair not being on time. Late. Yeah, he he's late. Maybe um, maybe he calls out Ric Flair and then he just doesn't show up and then stone cold gets like a text and it's like running late rick yeah perfect something like that uh and then etc right etc a bunch of other legends and then you know while these legends are in there stone cold's killing the promo and then goldberg interrupts okay and we get a goldberg stone cold steve austin stare down okay right Thoughts? I'm, in, I'm into that. I mean, who else? I, I I can't think of anyone else that would interrupt. I wrote Stone Cold, like Adam Cole. Stone Cold, baby. Uh, Stone Cold, Goldberg, Stare Down. Broken um, Cole, I Broken Cole IPA. Yeah, um, they go to Stare Down, but I imagine uh, Goldberg. They just smash beers together and they drink. Right. Yeah. Stone Cold Stone Cold pulls out a broken. He he holds his hand up and somebody throws him a broken skull IPA. Yeah, he's not even looking. He just catches it because he's a god. Yeah. Um. They drink and everyone celebrates. You know that was one of his like I was watching like a, like a little interview with Stone. Cold. I was watching Hot Ones with Stone Cold and he was talking about how he's always wanted to do the Stone Cold bit with his own beer. And he finally got to do it on the the raw anniversary. He they, they he brought a whole cooler full of Broken Skull. Mm-hmm. But since it's like, but since it's like an IPA, he got kind of drunk. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> he was like, he was like, yeah, he was like, yeah, it was pretty tipsy out there. Those things are pretty hard. <laughs> he makes a good drink. What can I say? <laughs> um. Okay, well then, perfect. We got that segment down. Let's talk into the next match, Mikey. Yeah, let's Which do it. We've, we haven't discussed what order we're doing, but I guess I'll go first, maybe? Sounds good. Uh, Andrade versus Ricochet for the Intercontinental Championship. Andrade, obviously, with Zelina Vega. Yep. Should write that down. Oh, right, because Andrade. she has to, she's got to win the 24-7 championship at some point tonight. Mm-hmm. Or cap the night off of her winning the title. Um... Andrade versus Ricochet. We don't have any of our champions decided here, except for one that that's later. You know, um, Andrade Ricochet, Mikey. We this is like a pay per view. We get to choose. What are we thinking? Thinking Andrade. Ooh, why is that? Uh, as much as I hated Ricochet's short reign, um, his, t- his two day reign. <laughs> Yeah, I I think I still like Andrade staying strong here. I don't think we can cancel out Ricochet's two-day reign by giving Andrade a short reign. Because mm-hmm. then it just it's like just two bad things, and it's just like, uh, yeah, we messed up a little bit, so Ricochet got it back. 
you know, it feels like it, it feels like we're just like copping out and being like, yeah, Ricochet wouldn't want it back. Um, I think Andrade, if we keep Andrade looking strong, I'd like to keep him. I also metagaming a little bit. I'd like to keep Andrade around. Yeah, that's fair. It's it's hard to not think about the metagame of like with the straps and shake up everything happening come up. I mean, well, keep in mind he's also the Intercontinental Champion. He could switch. Yeah, we could walk away with the U.S. title. Um, I think I'm still. Ugh. Sorry, I think I'm still okay with Andrade winning here. I yeah, like. I, agree I like him if, staying I, strong. I, I agree with your points about like two short reigns is not good. I mean, when did Andrade win it? He won it. At, when did Ricochet won the title at No Mercy? Was that the last pay per view? Yeah, I think so. God, I don't even remember what the last pay per views were. Me neither, dude. Um, did Ricochet win it at No Mercy, or is that someone else? No, Andrade. Andrade beat out Lee. When did Ricochet win this goddamn title? Was it SummerSlam? I think it was SummerSlam, and then he lost it a couple days later. Yes, Ricochet had, he had won it. The Miser title change. Ricochet won it and then lost it on the 13th of August So Andra- to Andrade. Andrade mm-hmm. has held it since October 4th. Okay. So, not a, not, I mean, that's not an incredibly short reign, he, but he's only had one defense against Ali. Plus, the build here was just like Ricochet had like a match against Rusev and then called him out, and then we did a match. Basically, more of this match was to have, like, an insane opener. Yeah. Right? Um, and a hell of a match. But I think you're right. I think and- I'm, I'm totally okay with Andrade keeping it. As much as I would love to ke- ensure that Ricochet stays on the brand, again, he could still swap. But also, I, I you're right. Your, your, your points are valid. Yeah. I think we go with Andrade. Okay, cool. Um... Uh, next up would be that backstage 20th anniversary party that we talked about. Okay. With Ric Flair running uh, running late, and he starts then he starts to toast for, to SmackDown. Uh, congrats to everyone. Spits champagne into Smojo's eyes. You know, Smojo's there. Uh, big SmackDown superstar, Samoa Joe. I, don't, uh, and I mean, low he, was blows. On, he was on SmackDown. In real life, but in our universe? Hey, he's, he's here to celebrate. I guess that's fair. Uh, low blows Joe. Then yeah, there's a bunch of superstars there. You know that's that's how we sell it. There's a bunch of guys there. Mm-hmm. Smojo's eyes uh, spits champagne. Smojo's eyes. Low blows Smojo. Then Ric Flair pins him to win the 24/7 title. What a way to start the night and to leave that segment. Oh yeah, for sure. Mikey, you want this next match? Yeah. All right. Next up, we got Velveteen Dream versus Rey Mysterio in a two out of three falls match. Cool Boise. Yeah, what, what? Ryan, you okay? Call me the state of Idaho, cause oh Boise. I don't know why I started saying that. Honestly, you're a fan of Idaho, obviously. Apparently, you're a big fan of russet potatoes. <laughs> Thanks, russet potatoes, for sponsoring this podcast. <laughs> this week's episode of Hit the Book, sponsored by russet potatoes, the best potatoes to make French fries with. When you can't see and need some more out, more eyes, use russet potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> so, Mikey, who wins this match? Two out of three falls match. Obviously, it's going to be something silly like one person gets one fall, the other person gets the other fall. It always comes down to the last fall. Um, who gets the first fall? 
feel like Dream, right? Yeah, I was gonna or say Mysterio that. I think work... I think Dream gets that first fall. Yeah, Mysterio has to work as the underdog to a cent to mm-hmm. a certain extent. Yeah. First fall Dream, second fall Ray, but who wins it? Who's got that third fall? Uh, tough one right here. My feeling on it is Mysterio. I really want Dream to win. Like, legitimately, I personally want Dream to win. But the re- one of the reasons I'm saying Mysterio is that, like, look, this is the 20th anniversary of SmackDown. If there's anyone that's, like, the f- one of the faces of SmackDown, it's got to be Rey Mysterio. And granted, this is bringing new talent to the world of Velveteen Dream. But, you know... I'm... I mean, if Velveteen Dream beats the beats Rey Mysterio, the face of SmackDown, then I think that's a big statement. Very true. You know, mm-hmm. and then Dream can proclaim himself the new face of SmackDown Live. Yeah. Um, but you know, we also and the new the new king of the blue brand, like, but, but Ray hasn't got like I feel like a win in forever. Yeah. Like. We haven't like done anything with uh, with Ray since WrestleMania, and I just feel like we gotta use use Ray a little bit and and a win here maybe th- and that would be huge. I'm okay with Ray going to Raw and keeping Dream, but it's just sort of like you know, I don't I don't think I don't necessarily think a loss here will hurt Dream though, right? I guess not. Like Dream can. You know, move on to other people. Um, I mean, it all depends with the draft. Mm-hmm. Just, just, or I mean, of course, then we could also have a TLC, you know, a match at TLC ladder match, and that mm-hmm. could be like the, the the third of the trilogy. Yeah, and Dream could win it there, but of course, draft. All this is asterisk yeah. by a draft. I I don't know. I'm 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 sort of feeling Mysterio. That's that's my take. What, what do you? Who do you think Mikey should win this match? I think you convinced me. I like Ray Mysterio. I think that makes sense. He hasn't won in a while. This is this is his brand. 20th anniversary. Let's give him a big win. Let's. Well, it's, it's a big nostalgia pop. Yeah. Right. And then if we keep both of them, we can have Dream challenge him to one last match at TLC. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would totally be okay with that. So, Rey Mysterio gets the win? Yep. But there's a bigger question we forgot to ask, Mikey. What is Velveteen Dream going to dress as for his entrance? Does he come out... Does he come out in a luchador mask? <laughs> I have uh, a pitch. Okay. He comes out in a car... And a low rider. <gasps> you, you monster! You said a car, and I was like, "Oh, you son of a bitch!" Velveteen Trump Dream comes out in a low rider. He comes, he comes out doing the shimmy, and it. Ray, oh my god, dude! Ray would get pissed. Which and, and the audience may. I don't know if the audience would be mad about it because he has done like similar things of Hulk Hogan and stuff in the past. Yeah, but Hulk Hogan's not dead. 
<laughs> to some people he is. <laughs> That's fair. Um, but we're you know, we're also celebrating the 20th anniversary. Eddie Guerrero was a huge part of SmackDown, so the, a little you know homage to him to a certain extent, even if it's even if Dream is sort of playing the heel a little bit. But also, it mm-hmm. gives a win in Rey Mysterio that much bigger, right? Yeah. So are you poo-pooing my idea, or are you like, or you got someone better? Maybe like on his tights, he can have like Velvet Heat. Oh, I was gonna say Dream Heat, but Velvet Heat works better. <laughs> Velvet Heat. Oh my, because this is goddamn heat. Velvet Heat. Velvet Heat. Velveteen Heat. Velvet Heat. Vel- Velvet Heat Velvet Dream. Heat. Velvet Heat Dream. He could have, like, Velvet Heat on his tights. Can you think of anyone better, Mikey? No. Can you convince me I any other we- way? I think we do it. That's really good. It's really good, but also you're maniacal. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Thank you. I'm glad you finally realized it. <laughs> Let's move on to the next segment, which the APA 24-7 title segment. So yep. Ron, how is Ron Simmons winning it off of Ric Flair? I don't know. He just wins it. He just wins. I'm assuming. I'm assuming Ric Flair does something stupid and passes out, and Ron Simmons gets the pin. Ron Simmons pins former 16-time world champion Ric Flair. Not former. I guess he is. When you say it like that, yeah. uh, to win the. Uh, uh, let me finish my sentence. To win the 24/7 title. Okay, yeah, I guess. Back down to normal. Uh, Ron Simmons wins. The JBL stuff happens. JBL gets in his limo. Can someone be waiting in his limo? Trish Stratus? Trish Stratus waiting in his limo to pin JBL? Love it. And then Trish Stratus walks out. No, no, no. Because then the JBL thing happens. JBL gets in his limo and then it explodes. No. (laughs) Callback. To what? Vince McMahon? Yeah. No. Limo callback? No. We're not blowing up Trish Stratus. So so, so Trish Stratus wins it. um, Walks out of the limo with it. And then Ron Simmons (laughs) says, says, damn. Yeah. That could be funny. He, like, gets in, closes the door, then the limo starts shaking, and you just hear, like, JBL being, like, ah, what, like, what, what, ah, and just, like, a bunch of noises, like, like fight noises are happening. Mm-hmm. And then Stratus walks out with it. Stratus walks out with it. Ron Simmons takes off his APA jacket, and he's wearing the t-shirt that says, damn. Yep. And he looks, yep. looks at it, looks like Trish, looks at the limo, looks at Ric Flair, looks at Trish. Damn. 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 Perfect. Perfect segment. Quite honestly. <laughs> One of my favorites that we've ever written. <laughs> I've always I've always wanted to writ, write a Ron Simmons damn moment. <laughs> there we go. We've done it. Okay. Next up, the fatal four-way for the SmackDown Live Women's Championship. Natalia against defending her title against Alexa Bliss. Nia Jax and the winner of last week's match, Shayna Baszler. All right, all right. Now, Mikey, 
this is one of the only predetermined winners, obviously because I am the writer of the women's division here. Mm-hmm. But my pick here was Shayna Baszler Ooh. to win the gold. I love it. That's wild. Also, yeah, I th- Shayna Baszler wins the women's championship. Yes, dang on Fox. Wow, former UFC champion. Was she ever a champion? Former UFC re- fighter. I'm just excited for Ruby Riot's return now. Exactly. Uh, and I'm going to say, I don't know if this ever does it, but Baszler submits Jax. Ba- okay. Because I don't want to do it to Natalia, and nor do I want it to do it to Alexa Bliss. So Jax. Fair enough. Only person left, obviously. Sounds good. When we come back, we'll talk about the rest of our card. So please stay tuned. We'll be right back. We are back, Mikey. Uh, we have a little bit of a card left, uh, but right before we leave that fail four-way of the women's division, we're just going to add Booker T on commentary. We talked about it over the break. Booker T on commentary. Yeah. Get a nice Booker T spot in there. Yes, yeah, so he's probably going to talk about his new show on FS1 with Renee Young called mm-hmm. WWE Backstage. So, you know, maybe there's like, oh, we're going to interview the new champion. You know, What a weird combination of people. Who? What do you mean? Who was like? Who was like? You know who would be good on this show? Booker T and Renee Young. Yeah, I remember hearing at one point that it could have. I'm sure they're going to be great. Oh yeah, I, I, I'm. It's but, talking smack vibes, right? Yeah, exactly. Like I'm sure they're going to be one, like great together. But like, I honestly feel like it's going to be talking smack, but they can't use smack because they're going to use Raw superstars and NXT superstars as well. Talking Raw, Raw smack. Was it Raw talk? Raw talk, smack talk, NX talk. <laughs> um, but yeah, NX talk. Uh, Booker T. Well, I was. I thought you were going to say what a weird group of people: Booker T, Renee Young, and Shayna Baszler. Also, that <laughs> what a strange combination. Uh, next segment, Mikey. You want to talk about that? Next segment. All we have written down is the Undertaker. That is true. We're, we just know that the Undertaker is going to come out, uh, Mikey. And you and I did in some investigative journalism. Yeah, um, you know, by by time this episode comes out, there's gonna be a couple hours probably left till SmackDown. We believe that what the Undertaker is doing for real life is setting up a match for Crown Jewel. Yeah, the next Crown Jewel event, you know, the WWE Saudi Arabia shows. The next Crown Jewel event is October thirty first, twenty nineteen. On Halloween? Yes. Man, doing a Saudi Arabia show on Halloween really is the spooky. Our, you know, now that you said Halloween, Mikey, the pitch of who the our opponent will be for The Undertaker makes even more sense to me. Yeah. So so our, so our we did some investigative journalism. We're like, October 31st is The, is the Undertaker. They will soon be advertising that show. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, because they have Obviously. to, they have to announce the matches and the undertaker has been on every single one. So I can't see any reason why he wouldn't be at this one. Yeah. And 
so we were talking what would be next we don't do old undertaker hulk hogan no we don't want to do we can't do kurt angle maybe that would be cool but he's retired so no but i easily saudi arabia so we've seen people come out of retirement before stone Mm -hmm. cold no goldberg two no goldberg two so there's only one person left on this roster that uh would be a goddamn dream match uh, and would totally come out of retirement for this one match. Mikey, who is that person? That person is, of course, Sting. The Immortal. The Immortal. I, I, I thought I was the Immortal. Uh, uh, uh. I was the Mortal, and then I was the Man of a Thousand Generations. <laughs> I, you know what happens. The more man of a thousand generations could be immortal. Sting, you sting, you stole my gimmick. But yes, Undertaker, he's cutting a promo, maybe talking about SmackDown or whatever. Talking about all the matches yep. he's had, all the dream matches he's had. Mm-hmm. And then Sting interrupts him. And it's not the crow sting, because that's would be stupid and weird in twenty nineteen. <laughs> it's not Surfer it's good for Sting. Halloween, though. Good for Halloween though. True. Is easily right. It's easily the immortal sting comes out. I I can't imagine we get anything. I mean, the stare down alone is a pop and a half. Yeah, but the Undertaker promo sting interrupts, uh, and I hate to say that that's the preview for the crown jewel match. We don't do those pay per views here, uh, but yes, that would be the preview for the crown jewel match. Yeah. All right, I'm into it. It also should be said, again, this is what our exact prediction will be for tonight. Real life. for And for real. Yeah, for real life. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, the, the stars do feel aligned in that regard. We're getting you with those hard reads. Yeah. We're coming down. at you, Brad Shepard. Hard ass reads up in here. Yeah goddamn shitty journalist let's go after that let's fuck fuck shitty journalist let's talk about real journalists we're coming after you ryan satin sean rass ross sap where the hell the fuck you say your name dave Meltzer. We're coming after you Meltzy boy we got hot scoops based on complete opinion we heard it from some homeless guy on the street it's got to be viable his name was brad shepherd <laughs> His name was Shrad Beppard. (laughs) (laughs) His name was Shrad Beppu. Um, Okay, let's move on to the next match, Mikey. Maeve Deltzer. (laughs) Maeve Deltzer is the worst 80s wrestler name I've ever heard in my life. His delts are out of control. He's the Deltzer. (laughs) The Deltzer. Jesus Christ. Okay, perfect. Cool. <laughs> uh, G- next, give me what happens next. Next please. up. I'm sorry, we have to get out of this. Next up, we have the Pure versus Roman Reigns and the Usos. Known on the internet as the Bloodline. Yeah. Mikey, what happens? Um... That's a good question. So, Roman Reigns and the Usos put out the challenge for this match, yeah? 
after time yeah. and time again of the pure being mean boys. Yeah, of course. Uh, and they set up the six-man tag match, which the pure accepted. And D- Daniel Bryan said he was ready to end this little family reunion. Who wins this match? This is tough. And how does our special guest get involved? Our special guest, which I feel like we could just say, Mikey. Our special guest is The Rock for this match. So either he comes out to celebrate with Roman and the Usos after the match, or he comes out and helps them win the match. Mm -hmm. Which I guess in both of those scenarios, Roman Reigns and the Usos are winning. I can't think of a way to involve The Rock and have... Daniel Bryan and the pure win? I mean, there's one thing, and it was like, if the pure win, they start beating down on Roman Reigns and the Usos, and then The Rock comes out for the save. Oh, that's not bad. Or if, or even if Roman Reigns and the Usos win, the pure can still beat them down, and then The Rock can come out for the save. I guess that's true. I didn't think about that, but that is definitely true. Well, then I guess we have the option. Who wins? Um... Hmm. It's hmm. it does to me feel like Roman Reigns and the Usos have to get the victory. Though. Yeah, I was about to say that they got they got their ass beat by the Pure a lot uh, recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it's about I think it's about time they got a, a victory in a, like in a real match instead of just standing tall on a brawl or whatever. Yeah. All right, let's go with them then. Roman Reigns and the Usos get the victory. So then, what happens? How do we get the Rock involved? Uh, the pure come the after the match the pure attack Roman Reigns and the Usos and then the Rock comes out for the save and then they all four of them fight off the the pure and they all the bloodline stands tall with the Rock. Then the Rock makes the save and the bloodline celebrates. Perfect. Uh, who pins whom in the match, by the way? Uh, do we go with the bold, the bold, the bold move? Which is Roman pins Daniel. That is that is like the most bold and like also like definite ending to this feud, right? Yeah. But do we want it to be over? I, I'll say yes because I have ideas. Okay. We can move on. So, yeah, I guess Roman Reigns pins Daniel and we can end this. It also definitely feels like we need to move on from this uh, feud for a a second because it does feel like Brian and Reigns have been feuding for months on and off for months. Yeah, you're right. So we need to move move them along probably. All right, Reigns pins Brian. Okay, so backstage... Kofi Kingston's ready, getting ready for his next match, getting ready for his main event, first title defense mm-hmm. against Brock Lenzer. Yep. Brock Lenzer, of course, with Paul Heyman. <laughs> of course. Ladies and gentlemen, my name... Is this your Paul Heyman? Is Paul Heyman. I can't do a Paul Heyman. I would like to do a Paul Heyman. It was it was it, it it was a little high in pitch, so it was sort of Paul Bearer esque. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, oh, 
the Undertaker. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I'm so bad at doing voices. So Mark Henry joins Kofi Kingston to talk to him at, while he's getting ready for his match. Yep. And, he, and he's talking, you know, positivity and determination. Everything that's gotten into the to the table <laughs> is what will is what will allow him to win the match. Can we just while Mark Henry is talking to Kofi Kingston, just in the just like in the background, we have uh, Lita and Trish fighting over the twenty four seven champion, and just a bunch of shits going down with twenty four seven championship in the background, all while this talk is happening. Just like yeah, I feel like shoulder. yeah, the, I feel like the talk itself it interrupted, not like in the background. But I think, but by... imagine how funny that would be. Just Mark Henry calling Kofi Kingston, be like, "Yeah, you know, to be a champion, you gotta be strong. You gotta." And just in the background, just people just fighting. <laughs> yes, uh, people are fighting. Lita pins Trish, then Vega pins Lita, uh, and then, and then we return to Mark and Kofi, and Mark says. Also, focus. <laughs> Stay focused out there. Yeah. Is Kofi Kingston come out with the new day? I don't know. I'm gonna say no. I think Kofi's on his own here. Not like by, like obviously by choice. Yeah, I like that. I like him being like, guys, I got this one. Yeah, it it feels bigger maybe they go to come maybe maybe mark maybe we just have mark henry in the new day and then cope and then they also go start walking on the ring kofi's like you know what guys i got this one mm-hmm. and that leads us into our main event kofi kingston versus brock lenzer for the wwe championship mm-hmm. after after drew mcintyre essentially became the number one containers last week during their falls count anywhere match as he was celebrating, Brock Lenzer came out on SmackDown and uh, ruined the moment and ruined McIntyre so much that Brock Lenzer is taking his place. Yeah. So we have to decide, Mikey, Brock Lenzer, Kofi Kingston. You know, I thought on this podcast where we do only SmackDown, we were safe from Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. But here we are, mm-hmm. booking a Brock Lesnar WWE Championship match, and I can't help but be a little disappointed by us. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, yep. Uh, I want Kofi to win really bad. Yeah. I think Kofi beating Brock Lesnar puts him so over. <laughs> yeah. I do have to say, and I'll be brutally honest here, there is no fucking way where Kofi can legitimately pin Brock Lenzer, like, clean. With, like, no sort of, like, a shenanigans or, or you know, interruptions or anything. There, I, I cannot see a reality that Kofi pins Brock Lenzer, of all people. I don't want Brock Lesnar winning this title, though. <laughs> Which is why my pitch is during the match while well, Brock Lesnar's in control, Drew McIntyre comes out. Okay. And he, and he's bandaged up. That which is a sight we don't see. 
Drew McIntyre bandaged up. Oh, Drew, you can bleed. Oh, yeah. And and McIntyre distracts Brock Lesnar. And then I have another pitch on top of that. But alone, I get to is because of these distractions, Kofi Kingston retains his title. Okay. And he's the champ going into Fox, going to SmackDown Live. Okay. Uh, I also like this. I also like this. Uh, we have we have the. We finally have the hunter hunting the beast. Exactly. Exactly. Didn't think about that, Mikey. You, you know, have you, do you realize how great you are of coming up with those phrases? <laughs> like hunter, hunter hunting the beast. Uh, the man he killed, the demon, last week. Yeah. Um, which reminds me of my secondary pitch here, my add-on pitch, which is Drew McIntyre comes out, and then the before McIntyre gets to the ring or whatever, the demon cuts him off. I don't want it to be this convoluted yet. Yeah, that's that's the thing. And you're telling me we have no demon on this show whatsoever then? That's the other problem, is I'm like, let's get the demon on there. We have, but you're right, Ryan. Maybe... But we have so much stuff on this show. Yes, and that's fair. Maybe the demon comes out after the Velveteen Dream Mysterio match, and does what? D- I don't know. Dance? I don't know. <laughs> Do demon things? Drag drags him underneath the ring. Drags him underneath the ring. Okay. I feel like the demon has to be on the show in some capacity. Now that I'm thinking about it, you know. Yeah. And but the how? And Velveteen Dream did say that when the demon comes back, I want next. I w- I want him. Yeah. Maybe okay. So maybe the demon attacks. Dream. Yeah. After after their match. After their match, the demon attacks Dream. Does he drag him to hell? Does he drag him below the ring? Yes. And drags Dream below the ring. Because why not? Very Undertaker-esque. That would be crazy. Uh, But yes, let's not get across the fact the Demon did show up and he's attacking Velveteen Dream. So we have a feud going forward. Yeah. Assuming we can get to keep all these people. Hopefully. We we are so set up for the future and now we have a (laughs) shakeup. Yeah. I feel so confident in the storylines we have going forward, and we have a shakeup next week. Big yikes. Uh, but Kofi Kingston, Brock Lesnar, Kofi Kingston retained due to a McIntyre sighting. A McIntyre sighting. Mikey had like, like, like he's Bigfoot, just like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the hair covering his face, you know, right? And the hair on his chest. How, Mikey, how do you feel? How do you feel about this victory for Kobe Kingston? A, I'm happy about it. This is a really big 20th anniversary we got going here. I love this show. And we have huge reason to do all the, like, huge setup. We have McIntyre, Brock Lenzer, huge money match in my eyes. I agree. Who, I remember them facing in in the Royal Rumble. Maybe. I, re- I remember them facing in our Royal Rumble and having that moment happen. Knowing WWE, 
Drew McIntyre probably lost because all he ever does in WWE. No, is I'm lose. talking about an R Royal Rumble. Oh, oh, it did happen, and McIntyre eliminated Brock Lesnar. Oh yeah, we were putting him over like real hard. And McIntyre also eliminated Pete Dunne. McIntyre eliminated Brock, Dan Bryan, Adam Cole, Pete Dunne, Andrade, and Rollins. So how many eliminations is that total? Six. Tied with Brock. Damn. McIntyre eliminated Brock getting the edge. Okay. I see you. I see you, McIntyre. This is a long-term feud. (laughs) Yeah. We accidentally long-term booked. <laughs> Dab. <laughs> oh, man. We're, we're cool hip teams. <laughs> well, holy crap, Mikey. We have quite the card. Honestly, this is one of my favorite cards we've ever booked. Yeah, this is really top, good. Top down, it's beautiful. Like top, every segment. Top every... down, this card is top tier. Ooh, very Again, with those phrases, Mikey, you're so good. <laughs> Um, but yes, so programming notes, Mikey, we are now officially on Fridays. Yep. System check taking over Tuesdays, but there's not, we're not, we're not leaving Tuesdays quite yet, Mikey. Nope. Because what we talked about before, what we didn't confirm, and I'm going to just confirm now. Shake up this Tuesday. Shake up this Tuesday, guys. Wait, no. Yes. Shake up this Tuesday and then an episode next Friday. Yeah. Next week. Sounds right. Yes. We talked about that before. I'm not, I, I want to confirm my brain. Right? Yes, that sounds correct. So this Tuesday will be our last, you know, because we leave Tuesday for a week. We go to Friday. But don't worry, we'll have that bonus shakeup coming at you on this upcoming Tuesday. This upcoming Tuesday is, this episode comes out October 4th. So this upcoming Tuesday is the 8th of October. Then we have our next episode, Con Back from the Draft, the 11th. That way we can do the shake-up, Mikey, but still have an episode of book um, because we need as much time to build to TLC as we can. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, we're getting ready. We're getting ready for the draft, folks. Um, again, we believe that the draft is more like a shake-up. So, I prepared a shake-up for us, Mikey. Oh, yeah? And I think... Not it's not because I don't know. I want I want your opinion on this. I I want to do a slight rule change, and maybe it's a rule change that we do every other time. Okay, but I want to get your pitch on this. So last time when we did the shakeup, Raw randomly chose people to take from us, right? Yeah, and then we would pick people that were of equal footing. Okay, so if we did it right now, um. Uh, if we did it right now, Raw would get Andrade, The New Day, Carmella, and a special thing would happen okay. for them. Right? Mm-hmm. My pitch is like, what if we just flip it and we take someone from Raw, but we have to give up someone of equal footing? Okay. So that way, like, like, I'm trying to think of a way of construction. Like, we have to lose a main eventer. You know, we have to lose, like, a McIntyre type. Not necessarily mm-hmm. McIntyre, but a McIntyre type, obviously. Yep. You know, lose someone 
lose big names. Okay. But we can trade them out for different names. So we can lose McIntyre, but gain uh, Seth Rollins. Gotcha. Friday Night Rollins. Friday, Friday Night Rollins. Seth Down Live. Seth Down Live. Um, so those sort of things. We lose Braun Strowman, because I don't care for Braun Strowman right now, and we gain Keith Lee. Or okay. Lars Sullivan. Ugh. We lose the demon, but gain the fiend. <laughs> that didn't. Did the fiend happen in our universe right now? Don't we have the family happening? Yeah, but I think I'm okay if you're okay with the family devo- dissolving and the fiend coming out. Sure. Just because I think the fiend is so much better. That's fair. And very similar. <laughs> so let's just roll in, roll on into the fiend. Rowan, I'm not sure what he's doing. Who knows, man? Um. But yeah, we lose Harper, began a Rowan. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so uh, thoughts on that as a pitch? Um, yeah, okay. I think what that will do will maybe help us prepare for TLC more. Is it an edge for us? Maybe, but we are gaining. You know, like it is. We need a little bit of stuff for us yeah. to get into TLC. Of course. Like, I'm okay. Like, and that will maybe come for us is like last time it was sort of like the tough decision was feeling the loss of of losing an AJ Styles, Seth Rollins, but then deciding who is of equal footing to them, right? Yeah. Now it's like, okay, we, I really want, or perfect, perfect example. Mikey, you love Kevin Owens. Love him. Who will you give up to get Kevin Owens? anybody no i don't know <laughs> my first a wwe my first champion child. kofi kingston my firstborn child um oh, jesus um but yeah the, the, those yeah, sort of things right you have to make who, the hard decisions we the hard decisions is now who we give up which is still very going to be dif- difficult um i will have some stuff that will help us um, i'll have essentially the the P, our own version of the pwi 500 for us mm-hmm um, ranking, you know, it's going to be like based on the current PWI 500 mixed with draw power, mixed with record, you know, mixed with those sort of stats, um, mixed with, uh, I don't know your butt. I don't know. Like there are other things. So like, it's going to be, we're going to have our own version so we can get a better idea of like, you know, since the year it's been, we have an idea of who's ranked where. Okay. Plus, I don't want to say this last, Mikey. Uh, we're, each brand is going to get a 205 Live call-up. Ooh. And it's going to be, we get to choose who calls up to 205 Live. Neat. So keep that in the back of your brain, and keep that in your back of your brain, audience. We will be getting seven guys from Raw, three women from Raw, two tag teams from Raw, one woman tag team, tag team from raw and obviously a 205 live call up so we have a lot of stuff on our docket mikey for next week mm-hmm. so please if you want to hear everything that happens next week then go and subscribe to this feed go subscribe to on apple stitcher wherever you want to do um go subscribe to this so that you can gay stay up to date of everything hit the books yeah but if you want more day-to-day staying up to date of hit the books you can follow us on twitter at hit the books pod 
again, that is where, you know, we have our Excitemir and booking polls where you can vote on these individual segments on how you know, well they were or how awful they were. And those numbers determine a lot of things, like we said, like that hit the books PWI 500 that we're going to do for the shakeup coming up. So mm-hmm. voting in those segments uh, mean a lot, uh, mean a lot for us. Yes, it does. But of course, on at Hit the Books Pod on Twitter, uh, we've got a lot, of, a lot of other ideas about the world of wrestling and everything that's coming up. Uh, so stay tuned with all of that. Uh, again, we have also spinoff shows. We have System Check, which is premiering on Tuesdays now, as you've already known, because an episode would have already come out. Um, along yeah. with, you know, it's going to be regulars on Tuesdays. Plus, down the line in the new year of 2020, Mikey's Indy 500 coming oh, out. Oh, yeah. Mikey's Indy 500, please start sending me your recommendations for matches at me at, at Hit the Books Pod on Twitter, hashtag HTV 500. Send me all of your indie matches. I would love to watch them all. Of course. Of course. Of course, Mikey will, you know. There's 500 independent matches, so of course I imagine, Mikey, you're going to pull some for yourself. Of course. Um, but su- suggestions is all the more welcomed. Oh yeah, and you'll, you know, I'm certainly you'll get that shout out. Definitely. So yes, uh, go do that. Go hashtag HTB500 for Mikey. Uh, what else? Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Of course, you get yeah. um, additional content there every once in a while. All of our um, reviews, all of our pay per view reviews. Yeah, it's always important to go there. Uh, anything else, Mikey? Anything else? What are your any closing thoughts for you, Mikey, as we move forward? This is a wild show we're having. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. I am very excited for the draft. I'm very excited to see what new people we get, what new talent we get to use. Um, yeah. Who are your top three big picks from Raw that you want? Uh, Kevin Owens. The doy, KO, and Owens Kevin. Okay, uh, so one, so Kevin Owens, Cassius Ono, and Maeve Deltzer. Maeve Deltzer. <laughs> look, look at the delts on that guy. Oh boy, Maeve Deltzer. Uh, but I would honestly, I really want like Kevin Owens, Samojo, and I want Becky Lynch back. Or. My my top three, Mikey. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Empresses of the Night. Oh yeah, I forgot about them. Definitely. Uh, the OC. Okay. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take some factions. The OC. I'll take the OC over Undisputed Era. Ooh, bold. I'll be. Uh, that's a bull move, but I'm gonna take them over Undisputed Era. OC Empresses of the Night, and Shelton Benjamin. <laughs> Ooh, interesting. I don't know. Why not? Who cares? Uh, R-Truth. You know, that'd be fun. Yeah. We have him and Carmella be an actual team in our universe now. Uh, yeah. Again, but if you want all of that moving forward, all that stuff, all that news, subscribe to Hit the Books. Leave reviews yeah. also. I forgot to say that. Leave reviews. Leave reviews five stars or more. What an incredibly long outro. If you five skipped all of this, you've had to hit that button so many times to skip forward. <laughs> but I hope not. Uh, again, uh, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Hit the Books. Leave reviews, subscribe, all that stuff. And with all of that, Mikey, we've got two words for you. Book it. Book it.